Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Unbelievable, this Luke Perry story from yesterday. Actor Luke Perry, who is 52 years old now, uh, currently working and starring in the show Riverdale. I just don't want to, I, I can't let my guys go. Last time I fired someone, it was not good. Sam, he plays um, Archie's dad yeah. on Riverdale. And if you're not familiar with Riverdale, it's the Archie comics, you know, from the, what, 50s and 60s? Yeah, but it's I'm not familiar updated with that part for 2019, it. and it's more... You think any of the fans who really love Racy. this show realize it's an Archie thing? Um, like, I, or they just watch it? I don't know. Ma- Maddie has seen it. You know what? I've never She's asked her 14. if she knows what Archie is. There you go. It's a good conversation this weekend. <laughs> okay, so actor Luke Perry, no doubt you saw this all over social media yesterday and the news. He was hospitalized after suffering what's been reported as a massive stroke. Um, and he is being treated. Rumors were floating around by yesterday evening that he'd been placed in a medically induced coma. Oh. That is not true. Okay. Uh, double checking and double checking. He's simply been sedated. He is being treated. This happened. He was at home at his home in Sherman Oaks in the morning. Um, and, you know, responders received a call that somebody was having a stroke. When they showed up, he was still responsive, but it got worse. So that's when he was rushed to the hospital. Right. So, um, you know, good luck and love to actor Luke Perry. You know, you keep him in your and, and what's funny, you keep him in your head as the young guy from 90210. Yeah. And there's a 90210 revival and reboot in the works right now. He was not confirmed to be a part of it at all yeah. because of his schedule on Riverdale. Hmm. Moving on to some other crazy cool news. Actor Rami Malek, a newly Academy Award winning actor <laughs> Rami Malek, he won his uh, Oscar for his work in Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, this is when the operatic section comes in. Oh. Huh. The operatic section, yeah. Big season for him. He's in final negotiations to play the bad guy in the next James Bond movie. Oh, man, and he is going to be so good if he he, he, he needs is. to do that. And that. Those Bond bad guys have that little hint of mystique. Yeah. Like, we, what's really mystique driving them? Mystique and crazy. They're odd and crazy. He can do it. Yeah. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55. Don't call them the Jonas Brothers. Just call them Jonas, and they are back in a big way. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Guess we need to get it in gear. Monday is here. Oh, oh very, Dr. Very Seuss. Dr. Seuss-like. Yeah, no Didn't mean that to be that way. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's man, good I'll throw an easy question out already. What's uh, my favorite movie or one of my favorite movies? Sam's I, favorite movie Star Wars? is Love Actually. Yeah, Love Actually. Tell me, mm. if you were in my position, what would you do? Mm. What position is that? Imagine... Um. So, that movie. I've watched the movie probably about 20 times. Yes. Um, and it's always on streaming. I wanted to watch it this weekend. Yes. Yeah, uh, and so I went to find it. Hulu, Amazon, Netflix. You nothing. couldn't find it. No. Oh, no. You so were Apparently, jonesing. it's been rotated. I thought it was always on somebody. Me, too. So, what, yeah. I, what I did was I just went over to Amazon and I bought the movie. You, duh. It's like 13 or 14 bucks. And so Very now, good. whenever I want love actually yeah i will now have love actually you don't have to leave it to chance anymore that's right that's very cool i don't have to wait till christmas i don't have to hope it's on for that is there one story in particular that you identify with the most or love the most uh the writer the guy that's the writer colin colin first yes that's Uh, a good one not not the part in the beginning with him but him and finding the girl yeah yay the thing is you have to remember that there's a not so friendly kid friendly version and then the edited version yeah. So, yeah, yeah don't have that on when don't, the kids are over yeah coming up with murphy sam and jody all right this hour as we get back at it let's hear from a school nurse she wants to tell us a little something We're, it's all back to school stuff right now right yeah. uh, so what the school nurse wants you to know on the way uh jody also has first hollywood outsider of the morning coming up 
how a Disney mom, well, if you're a mom and you're a Disney lover, then you won't want to want to be part of the Disney mom panel. Don't be goofy. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm going to ask you all to bear with me today because I cannot wake up yet. And I know it's still early, but oh my gosh. It's not unusual for a Monday, I don't think. You know why? I have this thing on Sunday nights. Maybe it's the anticipation of the week. I don't ever sleep well enough on Sunday night. It's the Sunday evening dread. Yeah, it's a real thing. That's Mm -hmm. not what it's called, though, is it? But is it it, (laughs) S-E-D? Is it the dread or is it that you're starting to think about the next week? And so there are things that pop into your head that keep you awake. You don't go to bed carefree like you do on Friday and Saturday night. Woo! Whatevs. You go to bed thinking, okay, this, 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 and this. And that is always kind of there. But I also have, you know, your mind is so powerful. Everything starts in your mind and everything can calm in your mind. It's all there. So last night, I don't know why. I mean, I was trying to relax, Murphy, but I kept thinking about the velvet ants that we've had. We've seen three what? of these ants in our home. We are having pest control come again this week because mm-hmm. we have company coming soon. I don't want them to have an ant issue. But, you know, I know that's not very many, but you start thinking about those being in your home and you close your eyes and you're like, they could be anywhere. But if you've never seen them before and all of a sudden you got three, something's, something's up. up. I know. Yeah, but I'm not that worried about it. We've caught all three of them. The ones mm. you've seen. Yeah, we've caught them. We we, we weren't looking for them. Okay. They were just like, oh my so gosh. So I stepped on one. That one stung me. The other two I caught before they stung anybody. And we got them out. Anyway, you start phantom itching. Yeah. You think, oh. Well, you what, if it's on me? what if it's what if it's at the foot of the bed and by the time I fall asleep it's going to be on my leg? You don't know what's crawling on you while you're I asleep. I know. I just I kept my mind kept me awake all night. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I don't want that to happen to you. It does I, I mean, on I Sundays. have trouble sleeping on Sunday nights, but I didn't think about insects of any kind last night. Well, good. Night. I, I didn't want to say that. If I'd have put that into your mind, you would have. <laughs> You might have dreamed about it. It's all in your mind. It's great that you're addressing the ant issue, Jody. But what about the giant spider? She hadn't thought about that until now, Sam. Thanks. <laughs> That'll keep me up tonight. Uh, that and geckos. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, is St. Elmo's Fire getting a reboot? Hmm. Ooh, think about that. And uh, Moms, Disney needs you. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. St. Elmo's Fire. Take you back to 1985. I know you guys remember it. Wow. I remember seeing that movie for the first time and not knowing what to think. Like, oh, wow, this is a thing? Like, like people struggle with identity right after they graduate college? What? I don't want to grow up. Uh, <laughs> that's what the movie is, like not knowing how to grow up, not knowing how to deal with those big pivotal changes, and Demi Moore doing some stuff she shouldn't have been doing. Oh, that's right. But, you know, the yeah. Brat Pack movies like Relationships. that, we're all kind of like that. They're, yes, you know. searching for yeah. who you are and how yeah. do you fit into this? That's why we were, you know, loved them and identified with them so much. Okay, so St. Elmo's Fire. I'm surprised it's never been rebooted with a more today. You could you could literally do it every decade because it is a timeless yeah. tale with different music of, and technology. Identity struggle. Um, Rob Lowe in that movie. Judd Nell. It was so good. Ali Sheedy was in that movie. Okay, so apparently it's heading to TV. The guy who, the creator of Drop Dead Diva, mm-hmm. he's creating it and writing it for television at, at NBC. So I don't, I don't know if that means like so weekly episodes. So it will episodes. be a series. Well, it would yeah, have to be drama. a series. You can't wrap that up in one hour. This is true. So they have a problem every week? 
Of course they do. Mm-hmm. When you have a problem every week. Okay, moving on. Disney wants your moms. If you're a Disney-esque family. Mm-hmm. Look at this stuff. Ah, Isn't it You neat? know it all. When you're a mom Wouldn't and you've you planned the Disney trip and you go every year, complete? they want you to be a part Wouldn't of their expert mom girl. panel. If you're interested in, in September, you apply and you have to have gone like once a year for a handful of years. And you're going to help other people with their Disney so experience. So you're like a family expert. Yeah. Kind of cool, huh? Yeah. It's too bad I can't be on the mom panel, but that's Actually, fine. Actually, I'm sorry. Men can be on it, too. Yeah. They're just yeah, calling okay, it cool. the mom panel. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, it's back to school time. So 877-310-4MSJ. Sherry, guys, is a school nurse with a little heads up for all of us. Okay. 877-310-4MSJ. Jump in anytime and like hearing from you teachers and school nurses. How are you, Sherry? I'm just fine. I want to pass along as a school nurse who's also there getting stuff ready for the kids to return. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the most neglected things that happened that is a, really, it's a student safety issue, is parents don't bring in the physician signed food allergy or food intolerance or religious preference form. Okay. Caf- our, most of the cafeterias and the schools cannot recognize a food preference or food allergy if they don't have the, the signed form. And that sure. can be very dangerous for children. Yeah. What's the number one allergy that you see? Um, peanut and milk. Hmm. Plus they share food with their friends or their friends bring this stuff as well and offer it. They just kind of pass that along. Absolutely, I think it's one of those well. things everybody kind of forgets. Mm-hmm. Can I can I ask you one more thing? Yeah. Because I have a friend. One of my best friends is a school nurse, and we talk about you know what she handles and does every day. What would you say is the number one reason people come to you, kids? I mean, is it stomach ache? Is it nerves? Yes. Stomach ache and headache, and a lot of times it's nerves, mm-hmm. stress related just don't want to be there and also to a lot of kids especially middle school and high school Uh they don't bother to eat they don't eat breakfast they don't eat lunch Mm. yes and so therefore it causes the headaches and the stomach aches yeah yeah I know about this because it drives me crazy when my kids leave and say yeah I didn't eat (laughs) I'm not hungry in the morning so it's just no no planning oh they don't realize the stress of the day will actually bring things on for them (sighs) do you give them a little snack Sherry no, we're not allowed to. Right. Again, because of food allergies. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed right. to. Plus, if they learn yeah, you're giving out snacks, they're going to go see you. That's right. <laughs> True, which is fine. I love seeing all the kids. But they need also be in their classes to learn. Yeah. Bless you for the job you do, Sherry. Oh, well, thank you so much. Have a great morning. You too. You too Sherry. <gasps> One of the uh, things my friend Melanie, who's a school nurse, has always told me is that she gives a lot of hugs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the younger kids, sometimes they come in and they just need that. Isn't and that you, wonderful? You find it amazing that stomach ache is up at the top. I mean, it's ever since we were kids. It's because always, it is. Yeah. You know, when you're you, when something's wrong and you can't pinpoint it. And by the way, that covers the real stomach aches and the fake stomach aches to get out of tests. I don't know if it's a fake, but it's anxiety. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. Jump in anytime. Coming up next, going to dig into our 24-hour voicemail as well. Call or text us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. And sometimes we'll miss you, or sometimes you can call later in the day and leave us a voicemail. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hi. I was just going to call about changing schools and and the anxiety that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. And I changed an 11th grade year, and it was 
really great for me. I went to a school that nobody knew me. I had been very shy and introverted. I didn't like it. And so when I went to this new school, I just decided to join every club. And I, my last year, I was homecoming queen and mm. cheerleader. And it just completely changed my life for the better. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for the voicemail. That was a little tough to hear, but it was basically yeah. saying changing schools like that, but decided okay. to dive in every club. You can reinvent yourself if you change oh, yeah. schools. Not that every kid needs to do that, but if you are changing schools, it is an opportunity a also. Play. That's how yeah. our oldest did it. Yeah, she it was a little bit challenging for her, and she joined at a few first. clubs, and then you know did, did theater and all that, and yeah. And by the end of her first you know. school year at that new school, she always wanted to be at school. She would call and go, "I want to stay late. Can I stay late? Can I stay late?" You yeah. know. Uh, so cool for you to leave us that <laughs> message. We love hearing from you, especially at back to school time. It's something we all go through. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider, and we'll tell you who Bradley Cooper really was on the beach with this weekend in France. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. No, that was not Lady Gaga that everybody spotted in France on vacation with Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Well, who was it then? Well, he was hanging out with a bunch of people. One of them was Bono, just so you know. Well, Bono kind of looks like Gaga. (laughs) There literally was a picture floating around that somebody thought that he was with Gaga because one of the people he was with was this man, artist, who has like long uh, silvery hair <laughs> and the oh, pictures really? were so bad that the rumor was like oh my gosh he's taking a, a getaway in France a romantic getaway with Gaga people stop it Gaga yeah. and Bradley Cooper had enough of each other they're friends they're not interested you know you can women and men can hang around together and not be interested in each other what does this poor they're, guy have to say I'm not Gaga no I mean there's no they don't answer it uh-huh. you know it's just FYI, it's not them. If you saw that little rumor floating around. Oh. I'm ready for her. Didn't she start dating someone else anyway? Yeah, she da- she's Is dating she like a, a designer or, or her. Yeah, yeah, somebody in the business. I would imagine if you're <laughs> as famous as Gaga, you want to date somebody on the down low. And the same thing for him. Don't he? He's Bradley Cooper. He doesn't need somebody, you know, to also add a bunch of noise to his life. Okay, moving on. From the weekend box office... Nobody saw this coming with things like The Lion King still playing and Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Nobody saw that good boys would come out on top. This is what happens when you don't respect women. I respect women. My mom's my best friend. I thought for sure Angry Birds 2 would be number one. I know. This movie is a Seth Rogen written comedy about these sixth grade boys. It's kind of like super bad, but for junior high kids. Yeah. Yeah. But rated R, so no, your kids are begging to see it. And depending on their age, you know, but it it came out of nowhere. Everybody was ready for something like this and won the box office. Well, that just means I got to go see it now. Yeah, it does. Um, So it's called Good Boys and it's on top for now at the box office. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55. Some big news for a Stranger Things actress. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And uh, we want to do our part to make sure that Monday gets off to a good start. You know me, as much as I love the weekend, you got to start off with it in the rearview mirror. So... um, (laughs) No, and I mean, country yeah. songs again. Right. And so that means being in the present. And last week, remember we told you the assistant principal at our girls' high school, mm-hmm. you, he says his motto is, you've got to be present to win. 
Which I love that. Yeah, he's like, when we talk <laughs> about attendance, it's about kids, you got to be present to win. And as soon as he said that, you really did sit up straighter. Yeah. Remember, you're like, ooh, See, I like it. I said it Friday, and I told you I was going to adopt this one as my mantra. You got to so, nice. be present to win. Does that replace one life, live it? No, nothing replaces one life, live it. Oh. It's in addition to. You have to have a rotating list of things that pump you up. Mantras. Right. Do yeah. you have a mantra, Sam? No. Okay, well, work on it. Okay. Right now, Murphy says you got to be present to win. Okay. And we like it. You have no mantra? I might have a mantra. I just can't. Yeah, that was pressure there. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. What's your mantra? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. By yeah. tomorrow, then. You want to give us a mantra? Sure. I like it. All right. Coming up later this hour, <laughs> um, I f- we found this old picture of Murphy this yeah. weekend looking through these old boxes. And um, kind of, you're going to want to hear about it, Sam, but you might not want to show the girls. <laughs> Oh, one of those pictures. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll tell you about it on the way. Also got uh, music news coming up. This is uh, Welcome to Taylor Swift Week. Okay. A new album coming up, mm-hmm. but she says she does have a big surprise for fans that she hasn't told us about yet coming up Thursday. I think I have an idea. Yeah, that'll be in Sam's Music News. Do you guys follow over the weekend on social media about this this incredible story of this, I guess it's the, the last funeral in El Paso for the shooting victims and the wife... Uh, of this man, Tony Basco, who's, he had no other family. Mm-hmm. And so late last week, he and the funeral home said, you know what, everybody's, she, he was worried that nobody would attend. Right, yeah. So uh, they opened it up to the public that anybody can attend. And of course, you know, people, they, it was 3,000 people. 3,000 people. Did you see the line? Yeah, around the block. Yeah. And he hugged every person. Mm-hmm. Every person came and gave him love. People came from out of town. Oh, people yeah. People heard about it and flew in. You're right, exactly. There was a guy from L.A. that flew in just, you know, for that, which is It's just, beautiful. that is the just most beautiful. Uh, most beautiful kind of story. And, and realize, so many people standing outside in 100 degree heat, and he gets to hug everybody. When he finally comes in the church, he gets a standing ovation. I say church, you know, it comes into the service. Right. It's just something that'll help you, you know, renew your faith in humanity, in mankind, for and people o- to just come out for him like this. And they had over a thousand flower arrangements to deliver, too. People that couldn't make it in just sent flowers. Yeah. Un- like, more than they could handle. Mm-hmm. They had to change venues, by the way, while planning all of this. And then there was some other stuff this weekend, though. Yeah. His car? His wife's car, his wife's SUV got stolen. They found it, but the front end is damaged. The window's busted. There's a couple car dealers that have said, hey, look, we're going to help you take care of this. Uh, And he also had a pressure washer in back that he uses for his job. Mm -hmm. They stole that, too. Unreal. Well, everybody's got his back, though. Right now, he's made so many new friends. It's almost like he's got a new family. It's a shame he had to experience that, you know, on... On top of on top of that, the but worst. You know, but again, I guess it shows you one person can create a problem, but hundreds or thousands of people, mm-hmm. you know, can create I, or yeah. make a bad situation much much better. I can't remember know? a memorial service here ever hearing of one where everyone's invited to attend, yeah. and yeah. then everybody showed up. Lovely. Sam's got music news. This is Taylor Swift week. Welcome to Taylor Swift week. That's right. Uh, if you've missed uh, her new song, Lover, she released that one Friday to kick things off. Lover. Lover. Thank you. 
<laughs> the name of the new album, of course, Lover. Lover, And yeah. the reason I say Taylor Swift week, kind of in jest, but I mean, Everything's... everything this week. She's going to be on Good Morning America with the concert coming up on yeah. Thursday. It's a big deal. Uh, also, she is now promising something special for YouTube live on Thursday Eve. See, Good Morning America will be Thursday morning. Thursday evening, she said at 5 Eastern, she's going to be live on YouTube. Uh, probably getting ready for the album coming out Friday. Okay. But she's going to play a song she said she's never played before live mm, okay. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a debut, the Lover video, which That's will cool. be ready. And her videos are like little mysteries, especially for her fans. And it's going to be any Q&A that she wants to do, as long, I guess, as long as she wants to do it. 5 o'clock sure. Eastern on YouTube on Thursday. And, of course, the album will be coming out on Friday. She's the whole package when she releases a new album, huh? She Everywhere and every, everything. Everything's covered. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard this one. George Strait has extended his Vegas residency. Baby, write this down. Oh, I didn't even know he was in Vegas. Yeah, well, George... Is the win? Uh, George oh, is doing a uh, short stints in Vegas. It's okay. called Straight to Vegas. <laughs> um, you know, he does like a, a, a long weekend and then he takes a couple months and does another right. long weekend. He does he's, it the country boy way. got a few more this year, but he says, you know, it's going so great. He, straight to Vegas is going to stay in Vegas in 2020 and do a few more weekend dates. So okay. if you want to go see George, uh, check out the Straight to Vegas website. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, Sam, um, we found a picture of Murphy over the weekend that, uh-oh, um, uh-oh he might not want to show our girls. <laughs> Tell you about it next. We were going through some pictures this weekend. Murphy had pulled out a box of old pictures. Yeah. Like, you know, old pictures of him. You even had some of me in there, which I didn't know you had any of me. Like, this this was your stash. Well, it was my stash. I think when we moved, there were a bunch of loose pictures, and I just pulled them all together and I threw them in this box. You know, it's just a plastic box. Photos. I'm so glad you you have some of those because my mom lost all of her pictures and um, i even found a picture of me and sam in front of the tower of terror yeah <laughs> you're in there sam you should know so I, I, box I need pictures. to get you that picture yes <laughs> but what's funny to me is the um the reason you got the picture box out was to show taylor our oldest daughter okay so she went recently with a bunch of her friends on this little excursion and they went hiking mm-hmm. and they took all these pictures together you know and you did the same thing yeah. with your friends when you were 18 or 19 yeah my friends randy and carol and it was actually handy randy that you hear Jody randy. talk about yeah. Yeah. I mean, i've known each Murphy. other forever and so and you have this pictures of you guys goofing off and doing the same things at the same spot same hiking place oh and well, so that's cool he pulled these pictures out but one of them and I, when I showed you, like, look, I'm sitting there looking all goofy, holding a stick, but you were also holding a cigarette. <laughs> I was holding a cigarette now? Yeah, remember I said, look, you're holding a cigarette. And you goes, is that what that is? I'm like, yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, so did you end up showing her that? I mean, I showed her all the pictures. It's it's the past. She yeah. knows I don't smoke now. And, yeah. You know, they understand like, the health hazards of it, and I haven't had a cigarette in 25 I years. I know, so. I know. But it's just, I didn't know if you'd want to show her. You know what I'm saying? There's certain, when my mom comes over and she starts telling my our girls about, you know, stories about me, I, I always start to worry. It's like, don't tell that one, please. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, certain things you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I guess there might be different ages where you don't want that because you don't want it to be impressionable, but she's 18. It's not like, you know, I mean, she understands. She understands. She actually knows most of daddy's mistakes, right? So, <laughs> yeah. It was just funny to see that. You know? Right, well, you know, that is, this is 2019. You can always Photoshop it. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I look, he's holding a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that idea, Sam. 
Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. What do you have on the way, Bailey? Uh, well, Jody, with school coming back in session, it's time to find the true answer to the question, what's best for a kid, a smaller or a bigger school? Big. Oh, I mean, not big. <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I mean, cool. That's next. We love to hear from you. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ or hit us up on social media, Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. What do you have today, Bailey? Uh, well, Jody, we're trying to solve the biggest question of the school year. Is a mm-hmm. s- small school better than a big school or other way around? I think we all know it depends on the kid, but I love to know what everybody's saying. Yeah. Well, Otero is saying that a small school is better. You know, we asked on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My daughter was overwhelmed by such a large high school, over mm-hmm. 2,000 students. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had to finish 11th and 12th grade going to online school because it was just too much. Sure. Um, sure. She said she just got distracted too much and couldn't focus. Right. I have friends who can't be in crowds, big crowds. Agoraphobia? I love crowd. I guess so. Rebecca says it really depends on the kid, but personally, I loved going to a big school mm-hmm. i wouldn't trade my experience for the world but my stepdaughter loved the small schools so yeah. you know you, know, you Murphy. oh i love large schools but that i mean that's me and, that and i do agree it needs to be custom on your kid that's really kind of probably everybody's got a different style but i love the energy of a big school yeah i love the feel of what happened when class changing time there's this mass crowd it was just exciting there's an energy yeah. to it um i also think at a smaller school some kids not everybody but if you're there for a long long time you get you get, you're boxed in you're stuck this is who you are yeah. and you don't get a chance to climb out of that it's the small you know? town everybody knows everybody yes um but you know a lot of people love them because yeah. of that one-on-one attention is mm. is more so so we love hearing from you thank you for jumping in um on our facebook or instagram Mur- or murphy sam and jody.com coming up jody has your hollywood outsider some big news from one of your favorite stranger things actresses Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, remember Stranger Things season three? We all just binged it this summer. Hard yeah, no heavy. spoilers here, by the way, in case you haven't. We promise not to, yeah. but they introduced a new character this time, and there was much talk about her. Yeah. Her name was Robin in the show. She worked at Scoops Ahoy with Steve <laughs> and wore that outfit the whole time. Probably um, one of the best Halloween outfits that we'll see this year. Yes, I oh, hope yeah, to see it. Oh, yeah, you know it, it Sam. I hope right. to see it. Anyway, the actress's name is Maya Hawk, and she's basically. Hollywood royalty because of her parents. Her mother is Uma Thurman. Now, when you go back to see her face, she sort of looks like her mother. She does. Her mother is Uma Thurman, and her father is Ethan Hawke. Oh, I remember when those two were married for a hot five minutes, or I don't know how long they were really married, but I remember when they were married. I didn't remember them having a baby, but here she is. Did they get her the job? Uh, No, I think she's got her own talents and chops. Although it doesn't have any, it doesn't hurt for Uma Thurman to be your mother in Hollywood. A door or two might open. So she got Stranger Things 3, and then she was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's in that Quentin Tarantino. You know, Quentin Tarantino knows Uma really, really well. So she auditioned and got that part. She also has a music, uh, she has an album coming out. She's a musician, she's a singer. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's a little bit of her song, To Love a Boy. I want to love a boy. That's her. Wow, that's a pretty voice. Very different. Very pr- wow. Even when she talked in the show, I thought, man, she's got a cool voice. Yeah. So that's Maya Hawk. When you hear of her, you've already seen her, chances are, on Stranger Things. Uh, moving on, last mm. night on Paramount Network was the Patrick Swayze documentary. He'd be bubbly and fun, and then as soon as he's by himself and alone, he would just crash. 
I have these it debuted on his. What is it? Was his I've birthday yesterday? Oh, I could not bring yeah. myself to watch a documentary because I still don't like to deal with the fact that he's gone. Mm-hmm. But I did watch <laughs> Point Break this weekend. <laughs> anyway, I wish well, it was very much alive. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. and Keanu also. So um, I posted that <sighs> that I couldn't watch it. I it, the Facebook page blew up. Janie, it was really good. Most more celebratory of his life mm-hmm. than mourning his loss. But they touched on his death. It was beautiful. Um, watch Dirty Dancing instead. That's Beth. <laughs> Jody, you have to watch the documentary. It was very good. That was from Georgiana. Okay, here's the deal. I'm looking into it, and as soon as I find out when they're going to rerun it, because you know they're going to, we will let you know. Another Hollywood Outsider for you coming up around 8.30. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Murphy, has Jody told you about forging your signature? Whoa, Sam, no. This is the first I'm hearing that. Jody has never... Actually, I, my signature is so messy, it's difficult to forge. Well, I don't know that's what you, what you think. <laughs> really? Wait, I, I've Can never forge? tried to forge your... Forge is a bad word. Well, Copy? I, okay, forge. Manipulate? It means you're trying to do something on the... Well, bad low. You copied his signature and he wasn't there. Not That's exactly. Well, you're you're Not changing exactly. my will. You're writing Somebody checks. wanted a Murphy, oh, right. Sam, and Jody autograph and you weren't around. Oh, really? Yeah. So Really? Well, there's a first for everything, huh? She and was very specific. She wanted Jody on one part. It was like a shirt. And Sam on the other. So I did mine. Sam did... You did yours. Yeah. And she wanted your signature. Yeah. And, and so how she, did you she knew do you, that? She knew you weren't there, but it was like Jody said, I, I can I want to give it. her a complete experience. Yeah. So she signed it. And I'm, I'm here to say... I was totally impressed. Yeah, imp- it. Oh, yeah. it went away. I was impressed when. Uh, that's pretty close. Yeah. Hey, I, mean, I that- know you. I pay attention. You write me lots of notes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it worked Ooh, for me. Not bad. I mean, as soon as I saw it on the shirt, I was like, "Wait, see here." That's why you <laughs> took a picture of it, Sam. Anyway, yeah. I. Hmm. It's not a forgery, though. It's just a. <laughs> no, it's, it's a forgery. A, it's a yeah. simulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I just for- need to make sure that you know sensitive documents are kept out of your hands from now on. <laughs> we don't have any separate sensitive documents, do we? <clears throat> well, maybe you do now. After a little uh, run-in with a an impossible Whopper this weekend, I got some. Uh, wait, 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 Sam. What you you bought the Whopper that's not meat? Um. Yeah. The, okay. well, hey, I saw a friend of ours did the same thing. You know that. I, yeah, I didn't buy it for me. I bought it for Parker. Okay, because he's is he a vegetarian? Or he's just curious? <laughs> okay, here's the problem. Uh, Parker, <laughs> you know, I was like, we were getting Burger King. Parker wanted an Impossible Whopper. And I was like, hmm, that's okay. interesting. So I got it. And uh, while we were getting ready to eat and everything, um, he's telling Maddie, I got an Impossible Whopper. And she's like, okay. And I'm thinking, well, Maddie doesn't know what that is. So okay. I tell Maddie, I was like, a Impossible Whopper is, is not beef. It's a plant-based burger mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm. made. Parker froze. He goes, what? Oh, no. <laughs> he didn't know. Really? And I said, yeah, you ordered it. He goes, I thought impossible meant it was bigger than a regular Whopper, so it's impossible oh, to eat. Oh, that's cute. So he's been seeing it pop up on social and he all over. He didn't know over, what it was. And he wanted to try an impossible Whopper so he could down it. Poor thing. <clears throat> he ate two bites and said, I, I don't want this. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, did you taste it? I, I know did. you did. I finished it. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. They call me the garbage can. Um, it is possible. <laughs> it was possible. Um, it, was it didn't. Good. It didn't taste. It tasted like meat. It didn't taste like a whopper though. Something was a little different. Right. Well, of course, there's but, no meat in it. But it, it tasted like a good burger to me. It was That's a little, cool little salty, but know. I mean, I enjoyed it. Well, cool see, I've. Know. We've had those before from the box, the frozen kind. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different, you know. I know. And and, and the, you know you. 
with enough salt it is great you know with enough <laughs> toppings and stuff it's fine exactly um, it's funny because a friend of ours went he posted you see that he posted on social media too and now that you're saying that sam anybody that's ever posted it didn't give the description they just said i tried the impossible offer yeah it's like you know, kind of and yeah. so you're like and you know that's you know and if they're trying to market towards kids kids are thinking it's a, a food challenge no 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 no, no, no. man <laughs> poor he just ate fries uh, he ate two bites and said okay i'm done <laughs> so did you get that with a side of impossible fries <laughs> coming up next with murphy sam and jody all right we continue with back to school and um sherry is on the way she's a school nurse letting us know what's the number one thing kids come to see her about that's next 877-310-4MSJ. Jump in anytime and like hearing from you teachers and school nurses. How are you, Sherry? I'm just fine. I want to pass along as a school nurse who's also there getting stuff ready for the kids to return. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of the most neglected things that happened that is really, it's a student safety issue, is parents don't bring in the physician signed food allergy or food intolerance or religious preference form. Okay. Most of the cafeterias at the schools cannot recognize a food preference or food allergy if they don't have the the signed form. And that can be very dangerous for children. Yeah. What's the number one allergy that you see? Um, Peanut and milk. Hmm. Plus they share food with their friends or their friends bring the stuff as well and offer it. They just kind of pass that along. Absolutely. I think it's one of the things everybody kind of forget. Can I ask you one more thing? Because I have a friend, one of my best friends is a school nurse. And we talk about, you know, what she handles and does every day. What would you say is the number one reason people come to you? Kids, I mean, is it stomach ache? Is it nerves? Yes. Stomach ache and headache. And a lot of times it's nerves, mm-hmm. stress related, just don't want to be there. And also, yeah. too, a lot of kids, especially middle school and high school, uh-huh. they don't bother to eat. They don't eat breakfast. They don't eat lunch. Mm. Yes. And so, therefore, it causes the headaches and the stomach aches. Yeah, yeah. I know about this because it drives me crazy when my kids leave and say, yeah, I didn't eat. <laughs> I'm not hungry in the morning, so yeah. it's just no, pra- exactly. no planning. Oh. They don't realize the stress of the day yeah. will actually bring things on for them. <sighs> Do you give them a little snack, Sherry? No, we're not allowed to. Right. Again, because of food allergies, oh, yeah. we're not allowed right. to. Plus, if they learn yeah, you're giving out snacks, they're going to go see you. That's right. <laughs> True, which is fine. I love seeing all the kids. But they need to also be in their classes to learn. Yeah. Bless you for the job you do, Sherry. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great morning. You too. You too Sherry. <gasps> One of the uh, things my friend Melanie, who's a school nurse, has always told me is that she gives a lot of hugs, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the younger kids, sometimes they come in and they just need that. Isn't that wonderful? You find it amazing that stomach ache is up at the top. I mean, it's ever since we were kids. It's because always, it is. Yeah, you know when you're you, when something's wrong and you can't pinpoint it. And by the way, that covers the real stomach aches and the fake stomach aches to get out of tests. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a fake, but it's anxiety. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Jump in anytime. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Surprise! Out of nowhere, sixth grade boys win the box office. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, with things playing at the box office like Hobbs and Shaw and The Lion King, you know, really heavy hitters, nobody saw this coming that Seth Rogen's comedy about sixth grade boys skipping school (laughs) was number one, but Good Boys was. This is what happens when you don't respect women. I respect women. My mom's my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
It just sounds funny, but yeah. you need to know this. Your kids are going to hear all about it, and depending on their age, you need to know whether you want to... Because sixth graders shouldn't necessarily see it, well, even it's though it's just R. about sixth graders. Right. Yeah. Um, foul-mouthed kids skipping school <laughs> is what this is, with yeah. a lot of yeah. immature humor. What's, what's funny hey! is I think... Hey! That's <laughs> Sam's alley right there. <laughs> it's been a minute since this kind of movie's been in the theater, so You're maybe right. that's why it was on We top. needed it. Right. Yeah. We needed something like this, and I trust... If, I mean, Seth Rogen's had some stinkers, but he's also yeah. had some really good stuff. Oh, so. yeah. Good Boys came in at about $21 million this weekend. Even the Angry Birds movie couldn't catch it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Kind of funny to me that uh, that movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain, is still a discussion at our house. It's not even in a lot of theaters anymore, yeah, unfortunately. That's a sweet story, but it just, you know... I think our daughter Phoebe, our youngest, says it's because dogs shouldn't talk <laughs> in movies. Well, that's why she won't go see it with me. And the, the the voice of the dog in the movie is Kevin Costner. Hello. So who doesn't love that? Right. Okay, so we were talking about it the other day, and Sam, you asked me, you know, if... if my boyfriend dog Champ had a voice because I think yeah. I think they they have thoughts. J- Jody calls him the boyfriend dog because he's a handsome young man. I'll tell you that he's mm-hmm. handsome. He's completely devoted to me. Yeah. He is dreamy. He's a boyfriend dog. I was just wondering if Champ's voice might be Murphy's voice. Oh no! You know what? That would be right. It would be soothing. It would be loving. That's confusing. Who do you hear then when Champ speaks to you? I I, I had never thought of it, but. This weekend, when I was looking at him and talking to him, because you'd asked me, what does Champ's voice sound like in your head? He spoke to you? Sort of. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey. You might not ever just stand there <laughs> looking at him. That's how dreamy this dog is. Well, see, that would so enthrall me if Matthew McConaughey was coming the out voice. of a dog. I know. So when you say, let's go walk, Champ, he says, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, he does. Moms, if you love Disney and you know all about it because you planned 100 trips there, Disney's looking for you for their expert mom panel. Isn't that cool? You apply in September. But dads Um, can do this too, right? Yeah, it's weird because to me, if you're calling it a mom panel, but they're saying dads are welcome to, but it's mostly moms. Um, You submit like an autobiography, personal photos and info. They need to know that you visited either park. Uh, Disneyland or Disney, Disney World at least once in the past year. Usually it's like the moms and people who do it a lot. And what are you like? A, you help other families or yeah, something? Yeah, I think that you end up, it doesn't mean you spend all of your time like on at a, sitting at a table at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it means that you work for them and when people have questions about planning their vacations and you become like a consultant for them oh. for a time. Well, and you'll cool. answer questions about park rules and activities mm-hmm. and like just age specific things for people who are planning their trips the story i read said that they're going to give you free park passes if you participate well, I'm sure if you help there them are out here perks of being on the disney mom panel maybe for a t-shirt sure. or a hat as you settle in for the work day we got a little something extra for you coming up it's the after the show podcast we hang out a little bit longer and you know go around the table together join us for that and you can also get the whole show every day on your schedule. It's all there. Download it for free.